Good morning and welcome to Better Thyself segment of Dr. Lamba's Awakening Call. We have been brought up in a way that we think persistence is the best virtue. And every our parents, our teachers, our peers have been telling us, don't be a quitter. And that is also goes for all these coaches, guides, self-help books. This mantra, don't be a quitter, we have internalized it so much, so much, that we feel guilty even if we stop reading a book which is tormenting us. And this, don't be a quitter, is something which is ingrained in our psyche. We have always been told the story of King Bruce and the spider to work like mindlessly like ants. Quite possible our parents and the teachers were not entirely wrong in saying that persistence is necessary for success. Yes, it is. But sometimes the best course and the most effective course of action is to quit. That is failed project, a thankless job, or a doomed relationship. Quitting can be quite a virtue. As a matter of fact, I was quite impressed once we were meeting and Nelson Mandela was the person who was a keynote speaker and he said, quitting is leading to what a and that started in me something and started thinking. And then this idea was ingrained in my And as it turns out, some of us are really good at knowing when to quit, while others have a hard time getting unstuck. And now this has been proved at the University of Rochester that quitter people who are motivated by either approach goals or avoidance goals can quit. So you must have a proper idea when to quit. As I told you in last time, I was promoted from a general manager to the chief executive and I resigned. And my response was classic, that I want to leave and people ask why you are leaving rather than when you are leaving. And the people who fell into the approach camp are motivated by challenges and don't waste time trying to solve problems that simply don't have a feasible situation. In other words, they know how to quit. People who are motivated by avoidance goal worry a lot about failing as if havers would fall, earth would part and they will be immersed in an endless abyss. No. They want to avoid failure at all costs, no matter what happens. They keep on plugging away at things and things. And then some of the people say, well, how hard they are working, how slug, slogging they are. Instead of thinking they are wasting their energy in something because they are obsessed with the avoidable goal, not the approach goal. So, after a long fight, then they are discouraged. 
and this is typically much less productive way to work. Knowing when to quit is a skill that can be learned. And if you want to be a better human being and a better worker, if you then you should know that when to quit. If you tend to get stuck on things long after they are past their capability, then it's not there. So what do you quit? Thankfully, there are plenty of opportunities to do it. So I'm going to tell you something to quit something which is a must for you to grow. First is quit doubting yourself. Confidence plays a huge role in success. I remember a very interesting study whereby they analyzed the process through which people applied for promotion at one company. And women, it turned out, only applied when they met 100% of the criteria for the job, while men applied when they met only 60% of the criteria. And they said, postulated, that one of the many reasons men dominated are that they are willing to try for more positions than females. Females are perfectionists. We must be 100% suitable. No. And they don't, they are worse to taking risks. They don't have confidence. I'm talking of an average woman. There are women, I'm having with three women, Golda Mayor, Mrs. Gandhi, and Margaret Hedge a couple of times, and they were great. Absolutely great. So many times you will say that it's only the, only the confidence that it takes to reach the next level. Can you believe? When I joined the corporate circle, I had zero experience in the corporate circle. And I joined right at the top as a general manager and then as a CEO. And the business India carried a special feature on me. How I was successful as a CEO, turning around and Sick organization with seven years loss, a community loss, which a white button warrior and give a problem. So it was pure confidence and my capability to think out of the box. The trick is that you have to believe it, and if you doubt yourself, it won't work. Faking confidence is worse than having no confidence. So don't fake confidence. S second thing that you need to quit, apart from quitting that self-doubt, is quit putting things off. Change is very hard. Self-improvement is very tough. But getting ready to go for what you want is hard, so is the work to make it happen. So when the things are hard, it's always easier to decide to tackle them tomorrow. The problem is, tomorrow never comes, and the things never get done. So quit this habit of having non-confidence and putting things off. Saying that you will tomorrow is just an excuse. It means either you don't really want to do it, or you want the results without the hard work that comes along with it. Both ways it's bad. And then ultimately it saps your confidence as well. And it saps and destroys your reputation. Then, 
third thing to quit if you really want to progress. Quit thinking that you have no choice. And the people say, well, I have to do it because there's no choice. There's always a choice. Always. We don't want to choose. So this habit of saying, this attitude of saying, I'm compelled to do it because I've no choice, I don't believe it. And I know it from my own experience of over 75 years, I'm 80 plus, and I know I've been working on this since I was a kid. I'll tell you an interesting thing. I was about seven years old and my eldest said, get out of the house, and I left. And then they ran after me, my sister and my brother. And then they asked me, what would you have done? I said, look here, I could have done hundreds of things. I could have gone to a temple and started reciting the mantras and people would have come to me that here's a young guru. I have seen my father working, I know some medicines, I'll go to a village and become an apothecary, a doctor. Choices are there, you don't want to do it. Pretending that there isn't one choice makes you a victim who is voluntarily taking over the mental of helplessness. This is a fake thing. To play the victim, you have to give up your power. And you have to put a price. You, and when you give up power, you can't put a price on that. So to succeed at the highest level, you have to quit giving your power away. And when you say there is a choice, you are quitting the power. So you choose whether you want to have power or you want to just say, well, I'm a helpless guy, pitiable, looking for charity. No, don't do that. Then quit doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. I was reading Albert Einstein and at one place he writes that insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And this is exactly what you should quit. Despite his popularity and cutting inside, there are a lot of people who seem determined that 2 plus 2 will eventually equal 5. It never makes 5. So if you know that the result is going to be different with the same work, why keep on doing it? That wastage of time, wastage of effort, sapping your energy, making you look like a fool. The fact is simple. If you are keeping the same approach without any alteration, even minor alteration is okay, you will keep on getting the same results. But if you change, if you adjust, then of course the results would be different. So you need to change your approach. It would be painful to begin with. But it is necessary if you want to be a better human being, more productive person. Then quit thinking that everything is going to work out on its own. I've heard people say, but yeah, leave it and everything will be all right. Nonsense. This is sheer nonsense and sheer stupidity. Things don't work out on the road. It's very tempting to think that it is going to work out in the end. But the truth is that you have to make it work. 
So this thought that everything will work on its own is misleading. As a matter of fact, as I told you, most of the aphorisms and the proverbs and the guidance we have been getting is absolutely junk. And this has many implications. For example, don't expect your boss to notice when you are ready for a promotion. Why should you? Why should he see that you have been working hard? Donkey works hard, fine. So why should you give him oats rather than the grass? You have to ask for the oats, otherwise you are a donkey. Why should you expect your colleague to stop showing the work to you if you are always willing to do it? You have never accepted yourself. You are behaving like a doormat. And you expect people to take care? No, they don't. You are always thinking, well, I'm working and I'm expecting the work. He'll understand that he's putting too much burden on me. The fact is that he'll say, well, what a person he is, so I can keep shifting my burden to him. When you have to stop thinking, quit thinking, that anybody is going to stop walking all over you. Everything is not going to work magically on its own. You have to be proactive and take responsibility for yourself. Then, quote another thing, saying yes. People think that if they say yes every time, they'll be popular. No. Every time you utter yes, it's a trade-off. By saying yes to one thing, don't forget you are saying no to something else. For example, you are asked to say yes and you are asked to work for late hours, once, okay, twice, and you keep on saying yes. It means you are saying no to your family, the time spent with the family. So it's a trade-off. And why should you do it every time? There was a research conducted in this sense in the University of California, San Francisco, and they said that the more difficult you have of saying no, the more likely you experience stress, burnout, and even depression. So learn to say no. Not always, but not yes always as well. The more likely thing is that when you say no to the unreasonable request, then the other person will understand that what we are doing is wrong. No is a powerful word and you should not be afraid to use it. And when it times to say no, avoid phrases, you know, I don't think I can, I'm not certain, say no without commitment. Anything which impinges your existing commitment, say no. And when you want to free yourself from unnecessary chains and burdens, free your time and energy, say no. And just to the positive thing. It is always a matter of judgment. Sometimes saying yes is important, but most of the time, People want to take advantage of you. So there are dozens of ways you can get 
in the way of achieving your full potential. You doubt yourself. You decide that something is just too hard. You tell yourself you will worry it tomorrow. Well, the things will sort out themselves. So, if you want to really succeed, and I mean really succeed, stop forcing yourself to do things which are not desirable, and stop focusing so much what you should be doing. Take a real good at things you should quit doing, and when you quit things, these four or five things which I have told you. Doubt, confidence, slogging, saying yes. When you quit this, you would see. Not only you are instructed more, but you will develop a certain positive aspect of personality, which will increase your capability, your productivity, as well as your being deemed a better human being, a better worker, a better boss. So quit, learn quitting, and quit these habits which I have told you. Eight habits I have just talked to you about. Thank you.